welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Ben. Guys, something ran across my mind and I just needed to discuss it with you. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back. So, as a little girl, I was enamored with Colonel Colin Powell. And there were kind of, it was kind of a twofold thing for me. One, because of his name, simply because of his name and Colonel is not spelled the way it looks and his name was Colin, which kind of looked like Colonel. So if you can see it in your mind, you know exactly where I'm going. But because really I had no idea what representation was, but I knew that this man looked like me. There was a man in the forefront of the White House that looked like me and it was awesome I had no idea what presidents were saying I had no idea what vice presidents were saying as long as Colonel Colin Powell was on my screen so yeah I learned more about Russia and American relations probably than most little kids did, but it was due to the fact that Colonel Colin Powell was on the screen. And one of the things was at that point, I didn't realize how important representation was for America. Not just for me, not just for people that look like me, but for others. Because when we talk about representation, we also talk about cultural intelligence. And what that means is I understand things. I am wise in the ways of my own culture in the way another culture would not be. You know, I have an Asian friend named Will. And sometimes I get a little bit insulted when people ask really food-related questions. Because for whatever reason, when it comes to food, people always ask Will, well, how do you fix your this particular vegetable or how do you fix this rice or how do you fix, you know, whatever. And the assumption is simply because he's Asian, he has to have an Asian way of fixing things. And I've got to give it to Will. Will gracefully kind of just says, you know, I remember one time someone asked him, well, how do you fix your collard greens? And he says, with bacon. (laughs) 
And the person looked puzzled. And I was like, what, you've never had collard greens with bacon before? Like, you know. So they're like, yeah, but. And I knew that but meant, well, you know, but he's Asian. You know, he's got to fix it a different way because he's Asian. So it was like, you know, and I realized at that point, this person doesn't have the cultural intelligence to understand that, you know, one, that's kind of rude. And two, just because he's Asian doesn't mean that, you know, you should be asking questions about that. You know, it's just, or he's got one way that he fixes food or whatever. So yeah, really, really strange, but You know, again, representation is important, not just for ourselves, not just for the people in that, in whatever culture, not for just for the people in that sector, in that group or in that tribe, but particularly also for the people outside of it. Why? Because we get to see what. we can now say, Hey, you know what? There are, there's good in that group and there's bad in that group. And that one may be the bad one. And that one may be the good one. We can say, Hey, you know, uh, this works. That doesn't, you know, and the crazy part is I remember when Kamala Harris became our first female vice president. And again, she looks like me. In more ways than one, she looks like me. And it was a celebration, I remember, not just for women of color, but for women all over the place. Because before then, all we could aspire to be was first lady or the secretary of state or, you know, someone in the president's cabinet, but not the VP, you know? And it just makes me wonder, are we doing enough? Are we showing other cultures that we can be role models? In your culture, are you a representation? In your group, are you a representation? This is the first year that I've seen so many admin of color. So many admin of color. And it's awesome. Shout out to you guys, because I remember only having a couple of teachers in elementary school that looked like me. And one of them was my social studies teacher. One. The other one, she was just a teacher that was in in the building and... Those that got her remembered her. 
they just remembered Miss Jones. I, I remember this woman was tall and just like, she was model tall. She had to be a good, ooh, I would have to say 5'10 because she was tall. And she was slender like a model. But everyone spoke highly of Miss Jones. And all of the te- all of the students that she had were really upset because this was in a time when not too many teachers switched um, grades. So whatever teacher you had for first grade, you weren't wasn't going to follow you to the second grade or to the third grade. So there wasn't too much grade switching. So she, I remember she was a third grade teacher and in third grade, um, her third graders were going to fourth grade. And I remember them crying and saying, we miss you. We love you, Miss Jones. And it was because she made such an impact. And this is not to say that other teachers didn't make an impact because guess what? I remember a lot of my, a lot of my elementary school and junior high school teachers and, you know, the impact that a lot of their teachings made on my life. But I do remember one time when Ms. Jones spoke to me and she asked me a question and I think um, I had beads in my hair. My beads were coming out and this was at a time when, you know, you just, your mom would tell you stuff like, don't let anyone play in your hair. And I remember going down the hall and I could hear the beads falling off of my braids. And I remember the kids going, your beads, your beads, your beads. And Miss Jones picks up the beads and she says, hey, baby, come here. There was no, you know, worried about calling kids baby, but she says, hey, baby, come here. And she says, let me fix this for you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My mom said nobody should touch my hair. My dad said nobody should touch my hair. And she says, it's okay. Let me fix it. Let me just fix it. And I was really apprehensive at first and I wanted to cry. And she says, it's going to be okay. You know what? We'll call your mom and let her know what happened so that she won't think that someone was playing in your hair. And she went, she fixed my hair. She put the beads back. She looked at the rest of my hair and how the beads were and she fixed it. She picked up every single bead. I think, you know, I think maybe like, beads had fallen off of maybe three braids and she sat there and she took the time and it took about maybe five minutes or so and she fixed it. And this wasn't something that any of the other uh, teachers had been willing to do, you know, to take the time because I remember there was time, you know, kids play hard. <laughs> when when we were kids, we played really hard. I don't know how many barrettes I lost, you know, or stuff like that. But kids play hard. And I remember 
like a couple of barrettes one time fell off when I was playing. I was, I think I was jumping rope or something. And the teacher just sat up there and she picked them up, but she handed me like two barrettes. And I, she told me, put them in my book bag. And I put them in my book bag and I took them home. And my mom had to fix my hair when I got home that day. But on this particular day with Miss Jones, she sat there and she took the time to fix my hair because she knew exactly what to do. And for me, that was such a kindness that it was just amazing that someone took the time that wasn't my mother. She wasn't playing in my hair. She was fixing it so that I didn't have to go through the day with my beads missing. And for those that don't know, like a little girl with beads, one of the coolest things about it is like when you run and you hear that yeah. I I don't know. It's 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 like a rite of passage. So yeah. Um but you quickly learn one on a side note, you quickly learn that you kind of can't jump rope with beads then cuz they'll fall if they're not secured properly. You kind of can't run too hard with beads in because they'll fall off if you run too quickly. But, um, yeah. And that's what makes the difference is it shapes us, but it shapes those around us as well. They gain a respect. They gain an understanding. They gain something. And... Don't get me wrong, not everyone will. Not everybody's going to get it. So please don't think, oh, well, I'm going to be a role model and everyone's going to respect me and they're going to understand my culture and they're going to see it and they're going to get it. No, not everybody will. There are some people that are going to be out there and they're just, for lack of better words, they're going to be them. They're going to be them. But guess what? That also means you get to be you and you get to be you unapologetically. But the cool part about that is anyone willing to learn or anyone willing to see, you get to be the one that shows them what your group's culture is about, whether it's ethnically lifestyle, religiously, you get to be that representation. You get to be the one that says, that says, Hey, this is, this is who I am. This is what we're about. And this is how it works. So Enjoy, enjoy the representation and don't forget to include others because guess what? The same way you're looking for that person to connect with, there's somebody out there looking to connect and they may not necessarily know they're looking for you, but they're looking to connect. So make it happen. Guys, I hope that this was helpful. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.